sand through the hourglass. Today is the longest day of my life. You, you can leave this in, Kush. I just realized how much of an old man I am, and our family is old. Mm-hmm. My wife on the 24th of this month has put in apple picking on our calendar that I'm looking at right now. Going, <sighs> so you've got a, a, another interesting 24 coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. That's, I'm excited about apple picking. Of course you are. Oh, you're going apple picking too? Oh, yeah, I'm going picking. apple picking. I'm going to eat so many apples. You just get to go there and just eat apples for free, Kush. So How many apples can one so, reasonably so not, eat in one sitting? I can eat to like do this. eight to ten. So you're not supposed to just Fuck eat off. apples, but essentially the, they give you a basket that you pay for, and you can fill said basket with as many apples as you can carry in that basket against your body or a piece of mm-hmm. furniture. Yep. But every some bitch just goes okay. out there and just begins to But you also get to sample the apples. But here's the, you're supposed to take one apple off of the off of the kind of apple that you're going to get and then pick the rest of them. Maggle's perspective is that I'm going to pick four or five of these apples, eat the fuck out of them, and maybe I'll take one home. No, I'm going to try each apple so I know which one I want to take home. Why would you try one type of apple? No, you take, so no, you take you, one of the different species of apple. Yeah. You eat that. And then you go pick your... Right, but your, they have like eight different species of apples. I'm going to try them all. That's a lot of them. Do you bring... I'm confused. Do you bring your own caramel dipping sauce or peanut butter? <laughs> do they provide that there? Is there a caramel river? I, no, I'm but they do curious. They do make uh, apple donuts fresh on site, and you, mm. you, you take those home mm. with you. Hello. Let me check flights. I'm coming. <laughs> God, Speaking apple donuts what, are so good, except when Curtis like dumps them all on the grass. That wasn't the donuts you sent a bitch. That was the apple crisps, the little oh, the sorry. caramel <laughs> crunchy things. You'd go to hell. Yeah. I, I would never dump an apple donut. <laughs> Still sounds like a pretty serious apple. I crime. love when your mm-hmm. wife complained about the goddamn donuts. I thought they were fresh. Like they're making them right there. They just have boxes here. It's not like they just because they were in boxes, Rachel assumed they weren't fresh donuts. She's like, why is this? he told me they were fresh? <laughs> Speaking of a snack crime, um, I just saw a tweet. This is bordering on tilt territory, but um, <laughs> Waffles and syrup Oreos? No. Nope. Say what now? Don't do that. Say what Waffles now? and syrup Oreos. Hmm. No, no. We're put guys. It's gone. It's already gone too far. We have to stop. Mm-hmm. This has to. The stop. watermelon ones were yeah, too no, far. Swedish fish Y'all. was too was too far. It's what's we have to stop this. Like it, it just come on. When I was in when I was in L.A. or Cali, um, this is all staying in. By the way, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> they had at the the thing I went to where they had the crappy barbecue. They also had a, a thing. It was a, a little stand called cream, which was they had ice cream and they had cookies. And then they would you pick the ice cream and the cookies and then they make a sandwich. But they also had waffles. So you could pick waffles and ice cream and they'd make a, a sandwich, ice cream sandwich with waffles as the bread. Sure. And then overhead, a plane blew up and a lady dropped out of it. <laughs> and then Jack Bauer came to get her. Mm-hmm. Yep. That does sound really good. Um, All right, let's. Do you guys want to talk about twenty four? Twenty four. Stay on topic. We'll do this. Let's do this. Come on. Welcome back to the longest days of our lives, a twenty four fan cast. I am one of your hosts, Jack Bauer, super fan Mike Cushing. I am another one of your hosts, twenty four newbie Curtis Perry, and I am the mole in CTU, Michael Howard. Wee 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 CTU shut down. Michael's the mole. Um. So yeah, you guys want to talk about apples and stuff more, mm-hmm. or you just want to talk about the hit show? 24? How about them apples? Yeah. Well, we got a long episode, a lot to get mm-hmm. through. I don't want to hear any of your fucking nonsense this week. Okay. Mm, cannot promise that. In fact, will not promise that, sir. It's gonna happen. Is there yeah, a Tom Hanks out. movie about apples? <laughs> 
<laughs> I believe that Thomas Hanks could play Johnny Appleseed and that movie would make all the money. Mm-hmm. Anyway, move forward. Yeah, it probably fucking would. <laughs> anyway, guys, we are so close. So close to it popping off. It is hour 23, 10 p.m. Oh, shit. I just realized something. What's that? Which has come out at 10? It's called 24 because there's 24 hours in a day. Guys, this is tomorrow. Next one's the last one. I hate you so much. <laughs> I just said none of your nonsense, and you come you come at me with that. I'm going to strike you in the taint. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> just Open hands. <laughs> open palms. Strike you right. in the taint. What time is it? What time is it, Chris? God damn it. It's 10 p.m. Would you like to tell me what hour that is? <laughs> Just get it out of the way. Get it out of your system. <laughs> the witching hour. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. We, we open with a couple of very artistic shots of the LA skyline, and then uh, we zoom into an SUV where Andre Drazen is making a phone call to Jack Bauer, who is now roaming free back in the game. And Andre tells Jack that he needs him to go to go to Palmer's Hotel and holy shit, are they just going to have Jack kill Palmer again? Yeah, yeah. that seems that seems to be the plan. It seems accurate. Yeah, it seems, okay. seems very accurate. So Andre tells Jack that when the government abducted Victor Drazen, they also froze $200 million in assets, and Palmer has the necessary clearance to unfreeze them, which, no. Right, well, for, and, and for me, it's like, guys, so you've been pulling off a multi-million dollar plot to get this done. I'm, I got a feeling you got like a nice rainy day fund. Why the fuck do you need this dough? So, but if, I mean, it I mean, makes sense, though, that if, you know, they, they dump two million into the plane, another 50,000 here, blah, blah, blah. Like if they're investing 10 million to get 200 million back, I mean, that kind of that's a good return, right? Correct. I take that. Yeah, you got to spend money to make money. That is Correct. true. But, but then this essentially it really does make this this first season Die Hard with a Vengeance. L.A. edition, <laughs> like it just okay. You you set up all this shit just to get, just to get a bunch of money in L.A. No, no. How what the fuck, Michael? Read a book. <laughs> <laughs> We're obviously in- New York City. The first uh, the first Die Hard was in L.A. Yeah. Oh right, right. Sorry, Die Hard. Yeah, the original Die Hard was in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, we had a couple good yas. Yeah, we Tony. did. Um, <laughs> so, one, I don't think they're going to get any of that money. Well, it's been uh, but, two uh, years. There's no way that the government's just sitting on $200 million. <laughs> like, oh, one day we're going to unfreeze this for this Serbian warlord. We spent that yesterday securing Trump Tower. Guys, so like, funds aren't real. Okay, we keep we keep very good accounting of the criminal money that we seize. Okay, that stays mm-hmm. in a separate yep. place. For you know, for lottery winners and a bunch of, bl- I can't even make it, this shit up. It gets put no, in escrow, and gone. then when they give it back, they they pay insurance. I mean, insurance. Yeah, yeah. They play interest on it. Sure, yeah, sensibly. Um. So Jack says. So in the end, everything that happened today was just for money. And Andre just kind of says something weird. He's like, well, I wouldn't say that. That money's ours. <laughs> <laughs> what? Doesn't really, yeah, okay. Whatever. I didn't say not just great. to steal money. I just said yeah. just for money. Whether it's just yours for or money. Not. I also I'm it's still like, trying to understand how profitable genocide is. Like I just don't understand like what like, do they make money in, doing? In Serbia. <laughs> like like you know, uh, not the, the most lucrative pra- like, practice. Even if you if you robbed everyone that you killed, I just what, no. Like I don't understand where you got this money. Like what were you doing for it? Your father wasn't, yeah. he wasn't uh, like leading some mercenary army. He was just murdering people. 
Well, yeah. you know, most people have like a dollar or two on them, like in Red Dead. <laughs> but every once in a while, you kill someone who's got like a grand or something. Or maybe he's got like keys of the horse. You know, you sell that horse. <laughs> he's, he's got keys to his horse. Yeah, you sell that, you sell that horse and you get some more money. Uh, or he just has horse. You can buy a better horse with a better engine. Right, no, he, exactly. just has, he might just have horse. Maybe that's it. And sometimes you get the death horse because you're so evil. That's. But we don't need to talk about that, Michael. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's say, let's save that for our video game podcast. <laughs> um, so Andre tells Jack that he's going to call Palmer at this number exactly at 1045. And uh, once I receive con- confirmation of the transfer of $200 million, which you know should be easy peasy, mm-hmm. you'll get your instructions. And Jack says... What kind of instructions? And Andre just plays it real, real cool and says nothing. And Jack correctly guesses that they wanted to take out Palmer once again. Get a sly little smile from Andre. Yeah. Of course. That's why we let you go. That's why we have your daughter. We'll call you at 1045. I trust I don't have to tell you what will happen if Palmer doesn't answer. So Jack stares dead ahead as he drives and finally clenches his eyes shut as he hangs up. And we cut to the Palmer suite. Where David is sitting, guys. Palmer sucks so bad in this episode. Yeah, it does. Worst. It really does. Um, yeah. Um. So, David's sitting on a couch, looking through some papers. Secret Service lets Patty into the room. Uh, the only sign this entire season that they are capable of doing their job. They actually stop someone at the door for a moment. Um, but and then she walks immediately in. like show that they're incapable of doing their jobs. So it's okay. By the way, that comes up a couple more times <laughs> oh, in this episode. Does. Oh, fuck the one yes, it at, does. The one at the very end is the most egregious form of David Palmer on a balcony unattended in the in the entire show. But um, Patty wonders where David went, and he said he wasn't in the mood to enjoy the party. And uh, she asks if there's anything else he needs for the trip to Dallas tomorrow. Yep. Tea? And then coffee, asks if David water, needs head? anything else from me? <laughs> Just what does he do? Anything else? He hands her a key card and tells her to meet him in room well, first nine oh seven. Well, first he, t- he says and he says you know we were we were going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Started down a road that was going to take us to a dangerous, dangerous place. place. And this is after dangerous he gives the universal head. He gives the universal leave the room head nod to the Secret Service, and they they just like bro up and roll out. Yeah, like, like what the fuck? No. Yeah. I mean, these guys were probably there for Clinton. They've gotten the fucking nod before, okay? They- yeah, that's 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 fair. Um, I just assume the Secret Service is in the room all the time no, for everything. No, not everybody likes an audience. Well, actually, maybe they weren't. Maybe Billy C didn't give the nod. You stay right here. <laughs> you know, boss, want to watch? Um, so I feel your pain. So she says, "I know. I'm sorry. We went down the street." He's like, "Are you sorry?" <laughs> And she says she's always been attracted to him. So he gives her the, the key card and says to meet me in 20 minutes. Uh, and she takes it. And he says, I'll be waiting for you. And then gives like a creepy little smile. And then, of course, Sherry walks in and looks a little uh, a little embarrassed to see them see them sitting like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just kind of have a, a a shitty moment that basically she says she's going to take Keith and Nicole to campaign yeah, okay. separately for a couple days. And he says, I could use a couple days alone. He's such a piece of shit. Right, like this whole day has been a, him, him saying that he wanted to protect his kids, and 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 Sherry didn't understand. And when she gives him the opportunity to say, "Where do you think the kids should go?" Right, as if to say, "Hey, you know the two children you just use as props for your fucking election, 
maybe you take them with you to go campaign more to show off how family, you know, unified your family is. No, you fucking take them. I don't need them anymore. And like he literally just said in the last episode that he wanted to be present for every yeah. interview with Nicole <laughs> and Keith and that he wanted to protect I mean, them. He also and then clearly like, yeah. doesn't trust Sherry anymore. Right. Yeah, but he's he apologized them with her for being a shitty father. And he's just like, no, he can fuck off. And why do both yeah. of them have to go with her? Or him? He's, yeah. a f- he's a bad father, Michael. <laughs> and the the part that really bothered me about this was, um, uh, you know, they talk about, you know, each having a couple of days alone. And then he just says great and like picks up his papers and like just looks back down at them and like a clear dismissal of her without saying anything. And he, he does that. It's like the fifth time he's done mm-hmm. that in this in this season. And like, that's a real dick ass move. He's a real dick ass ass. Yeah, that's true. So. Um, arrogant yeah. son of a bitch. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to more of, of Palmer being an asshole. Um, yeah, I'm saying so. I mean, at this point, I'm kind of rooting for the Draisons. Like, best case scenario, Jack kills Palmer. They kill Kim. We get a season two of Jack breaking out of prison for 24 hours. <laughs> I'm pretty good with that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm rooting um, for Sherry. I'm rooting for for Sherry. Like, the, the hit doesn't go through on Palmer, but Sherry is just like, you know what? Fuck it. And she just throws him off the balcony. You know, they did. Or Sherry is the mole in the whole operation, and she just she becomes president. You know, I and believe. She says, "Look at me! Look at me! Look at I'm, me! I'm the I'm the president now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe. In, yeah. I believe in oh four oh six. Um, uh, Senator Carnahan from Missouri was elected, and he was dead. Uh, so they gave the office to his wife, mm-hmm. and she was reelected. So you sounds know, good. Fucking why not? You, yeah. Your yeah. nominee's gone. I'm right here. Well, speaking of gone, we get a tiny clock at 10.06. Please take a drink. And we see Sherry leaving the room and we cut to CTU where George Mason is in his office with Nina Myers saying that they have to, one, assume the only way to find Jack is to find Drazen. And two, the only way to find Drazen is through Alexis. And since they just lost Alexis like massive idiots, they now have to find him again. And George suggests running computer simulators to find them (laughs) now that they... He's like, I also played The Sims when I've lost something important. <laughs> I get what he means. So he's actually trying to run uh, run simulations of different routes you could take from the location, the last location they had them at, to more secure locations. Satellites yeah, but, but it, first, right? too. Yeah, but it took them 45 minutes to trace <laughs> half of a phone call. How long would it take to get one computer? Like, it's just going to be like a, a guy in Microsoft Paint just like, I think he went right. Especially in 2001. Yeah, like, it would have yeah. taken them a long Jesus. time with their with their ability to do that. They, they're they they're horrible. I'm, I'm convinced they don't even have broadband there. They're on dial-up still. That's going to take forever. Well, Milo's ass is nowhere to be seen. So I don't even know if yeah, any of them actually know Milo? how to use a computer. You know where Milo is? You know where he's at, don't you? Dead? He's with fucking Rayburn. Mm, eating those pastries. Mm-hmm. On mm-hmm. the loo. Yeah. The only guy with broadband was the dipshit NSA agent in uh in New Orleans. He, yeah, that mm. was the only guy with any sort of co- connection speed. Yeah, from <laughs> from a bar in New Orleans. And with his flip phone that he just stuck onto his laptop. Mm-hmm. Um. So Nina paces around and George gets a phone call from Jack, who has the dumbest conversation of all time, basically just tells... Tells George that Drazen let him go, but he can't come in. But please tell Terry that it's okay because she's probably worried. But if Drazen calls, don't let him know that we talked or it could be bad for Kim. I This doesn't make any sense. I feel like Jack was trying to like secretly tell them information without telling them information. But he I was trying to warn them. He was, he was trying to warn Palmer. I get that. that's what uh, I was mad suspicious of this call. 
I, mm-hmm. I I thought for a second that it was a fake call because this is the only time that Jack called in and they didn't show Jack. They just showed them listening to him. And I was like, this is a conversation you could piece together from words that Jack has said over the phone this entire day. Just make it it's sound also the like only Jack's time he's Harry. called George and Correct. not just directly to So Nina. I was like, is this a call from Drazen? Yeah. Is this a call from somebody else we haven't seen? I mean, there's a bunch of killers still running around, but I was suspicious of the call. I mean, if it, and Jack at this point knows that there's a second, or ha- he has an inkling there's a second mole correct. in CTU, right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, well, uh, God damn it, I hope he does because uh, information keeps getting out, and someone managed to you know get the information to the prison out, not Jamie. So either way. So yeah, we're gonna move through this in a bit, but um, so Jack hangs up. He says, "We, I can't. I gotta go. You can't. You guys can't help me." And George says he doesn't <laughs> like the sound of that because. <laughs> Drazen obviously let him go for a reason. And if there's one thing that we know Drazen wants, it's Palmer. So Mason immediately picks up the phone to call the Secret Service and Nina walks away out of the office. And we cut to what appears to be a marina or an industrial port and a park. And we zoom inside a warehouse to see Kim still tied up and mercifully gagged. And Alexis Drazen is on a hospital gurney with a breathing mask. And outside we see a red van pull up. And Andre and Victor run into the warehouse where a doctor is working on Alexis and tells them that he can't stop the internal bleeding. And um, Victor just says, do not let him die. And Alexis has a a touching moment where he just pulls off his oxygen mask and says, father, and then just (laughs) dies. I thought for sure that 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 uh, doctor or whatever he was was going to get murdered. Oh, yeah. I don't shoot him in the head immediately. Yeah. Um, but I believe, and Kush will know why this is, I believe that the angel Castiel uh, saved him. Because at that moment, he was created. So, mm-hmm. um, his, his, <laughs> he was his grace allowed that doctor yeah. to live. And uh, mm-hmm. the touching moment overall. Um, I just, Almost did not allow Kim to live, though. True. Yeah, so what happens now? Well, hold on. I, I, got, I got a question here. Yeah. Um, I don't have relatives that speak other languages. Michael, you do. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, 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 it amazes me that at their most touching and poignant moments, um, the Drazens just speak fucking English. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really happen. <laughs> yeah. No. You, like, they speak I've always found that's when, it's it's when people are most passionate, no, though, unless it, unless when they unless speak in their second operation, language. Unless they're trying to hunt something down, they're speaking English all the time, and I don't understand mm. it. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that's not what happens when you're at your most stressed. Uh, you don't you don't fall back on your second language. That's yeah, just wondering. Just just mm-hmm. I, I figured as much. I just didn't have yeah. a case study in my own life. So thank you. But you know, Dr- you know, Victor's been in in America for two years. You know, he's, <laughs> all of two years. You're right. Yeah, it's, it's, he's he's assimilated now. Well, Victor's been in America only talking to American prison guards. Yeah. So I mean, that makes kind of sense. He might have. His he probably Serbian hasn't might be a spoken little. Serbian. That is why his accent years. is such garbage. That yeah, makes, no, makes sense. He it's forgot how to, to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's starting father, to go away. Father, yeah. you forgot a real Serbian accent. Very yes. <laughs> yes, I did. That's been in this American gutter talk for too long. I only watched um, Star Trek for two years. <laughs> he has a really good one later where he says, "He says do nothing." Yeah, it's like probably one yeah. of my favorite Victorisms. It's good. Um, so Victor closes Alexis' eyes, and Andre says, first mother and Martina, now Alexis, it's Bauer." And he runs <laughs> over to Kim and puts a gun to her head. And Victor has to stop him because they still need her. Andre drops the gun and walks away. And like, hey, hey, Andre, my man, 
Not sure how, how they do things over all Serbia way, but here in America, you go around playing with a woman's heartstrings <laughs> in order to assassinate her boss, you get got, okay? That's not on that's not on Jack Bauer. That's on your brother. Yeah. Um, he didn't also, have to why, Go ahead. Go ahead, Michael. See, Kim is just hanging out there? Yeah. Like, is anyone else guarding her besides the doctor? He's we're, just- we're gonna find out some key information on their plans for Kim a little later. Uh yeah, real weird. But they may think there. they may think that Kim has the mind of Kim. So it's fair mm. to say that they didn't really need anybody. That's a good point. I mean, to be fair, they've been watching her for probably at least a couple of days planning this. Um, I mean, and all day with with Gaines and Rick, they pretty. They, I think they they're fine I mean, what, knowing look, Kim's not going to. For me, if I'd been watching Kim, all I would do is I'd, I'd have brought along a, at least like a a twenty year old, twenty two year old. Like emo Serbian looking dude who just wants to talk like about his problems voice. to Kim, and yes. she'll like she'll fall in love with him right there. Yeah, then she doesn't even try to escape. No, she That's never. Perfect. She would literally have to come back to get uh, Michiko and be like, "I'm sorry, you're you're in trouble, aren't you? No, I will kill you if you stay here. I, it's, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you're in too deep. It's all there. You're um, so much better than this. <laughs> you're smart and you're funny, <laughs> good looking." <laughs> Well, we cut to commercial at 10.10. We cut back at 10.14, and we open up with Patty standing next to an elevator, checking her hair in a compact mirror. And uh, according to the elevator, she's going down. Hey! Uh, and uh, so Sherry walks up, and she sees Patty, and she asks her Secret Service detail to wait a moment as she goes to talk to Patty privately. Um so Patty's still touching up her makeup as we as Sherry confronts her. Like, and by the way, Sherry's looking like smart as hell in like a, a pink suit, yep. and some pearls. Yep. Like a mouse. Good. Patty tells Sherry that he want David wants to see her tonight, mm-hmm. and Patty just says, oh, "I feel uncomfortable with all of this." <laughs> and what what happens here? You guys want to walk me through this? <laughs> do Do you feel uncomfortable because you're going to be sleeping with my husband, or do you feel uncomfortable because I'm aware that you're going to be sleeping with my husband? Yeah. And consenting and to consenting. it. Yeah, she says, Oh, he wants to So Patty tells Sherry that yeah, he says he wants to he wants to meet me. And Sherry says, When? And Patty says, Tonight. And she she goes, Oh, well he didn't waste much time. It's like what you thought it was gonna happen like earlier in the night. Now now tonight is too quickly? It's like people don't understand the conceit of this show and that they only have two hours left to get things done. It has to be tonight. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen in Dallas tomorrow. No one gives a shit, okay? I won't learn about it until season three. <laughs> no, that fucking needs um, to go yeah, down so, so ba- basically, so, Patty, Patty has a conversation where the gist of it is Sherry saying, hey, do this thing and get me some information. I want and you report to, back to me. Yeah, and report back to me. And and Patty's saying, you know, I'm gonna fuck him, right? Yeah, you know, so, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get it in with him in order to get this info. Yeah. So there's a couple things. So Sherry just says it's important for David's career that I have his full confidence. I don't have that. I want you to get it and report back to me. And like, Patty, get out of that. Like, nothing good happens for you in this situation. Right. No. Even if you get that that good dick, you probably won't. <laughs> And like nothing, none of this ends well. Like even if, even if like David is happy with this situation, like eventually, she, like he can't like have you as his mistress. Really, <laughs> like I don't know. Maybe he can. I mean, you ain't seen not. scandals, Kush. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, I, I haven't. Um, so Sherry just says, "I never said I'm okay with this, but I'm willing to accept it because it's necessary." And the elevator door opens 
very slowly, and Sherry just kind of tilts her head at Patty and says, your elevator's waiting, and walks away. It's time for you to go down. Time to go down. So they they walk away from each other. Patty's standing against the wall, and we see Nina Myers talking to someone at Secret Service to make sure Palmer has additional security, which they say they're already doubled up, which seems unlikely. <laughs> um, as she's finishing up on the phone, Tony butts into her conversation to tell her that tell her something important. So she hangs up, and before she like turns back, he just starts tapping away on her keyboard. Like, using her computer. I'm like, this is a secret government agency. You don't get to just prance up to your boss's computer and just start Googling shit. People like, do this constantly at CPU. It's nonstop. Yeah, but fuck. Like, oh, can I just use your computer? Like, if somebody did, a bit, did that to me at my office, like, I'd be fucking pissed. I'd be livid. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen, I've had somebody try to do it before. And, and like, I'm not, so somebody, they, like, they came around my desk and was like, let me show you fuck you uh what the fuck like i gave him a look as if to say you're about Did to you touch have- like you're like touch my personal my, my, my penis essentially what are you doing don't touch my computer son why did you have three facebook tabs open nine twitter what are you doing i did not it was there was a couple there's a couple espen maybe sure in, sure in, in a slack chat mm-hmm. with a bunch of doofuses uh but other than <laughs> no. that i know those I idiots clean, you know Anyway, well, anyway, yeah. So, so, so Tony decides. Also, but also, here's my thing about Nina's call with the street service. Before we get to that, so they're saying yeah. they don't have the people to spare. Um, didn't we just decide who the fucking Democratic candidate was? You should have some some extra agents to spare. Not those other fuckers are gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not the guy named hey, you lost, bro. The guy named Hodges ain't gonna be president. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you lost, bro. Kick him to the curb. You don't need protection. Yeah. But what about my family? I think we're okay. <laughs> that would be yeah. great if that's how it happened. It was like America just proved no one gives a shit about <laughs> as soon you. As, as soon as a- you- listen, eighty percent of Maryland showed up to tell us to go fuck this guy, <laughs> Michael. I'm pretty sure it's like a, within a day or two. Financially, it has to be that way. You have to be like, okay, peace out, bro. Nice knowing you. <laughs> you're like, who who gets Secret Service? How do they decide that? It's if you're a high profile candidate. So like Obama got it and Hillary got it in 08. Um, and then like they I think they gave like John Edwards like one dude, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the training. Right? Like they didn't really give Trump stuff until he started doing those big rallies, and then that dude tried to like punch him in the face, and they were like, We need to give you attention um so yeah so they they, they decide to ba- like decide on your polls so like lindsey graham never had secret service protection <laughs> like everybody in that junior debate stage on the republican side never ever never like no mm-mm, not one of you all sorry and like the, the other the other three dudes who i bet you can name one of them only on the democratic side who ran for president had no protection. Martin O'Malley, and that one, guy had his own guns that's the to one. protect that him. Dude, that dude came out of a presidential factory, and he still didn't get votes. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. You named a Chafee. Good job. Anyway. So so what you're saying is, if you really want to, like, really want to get at it, you got to get to the lower tier of the of the candidates. Because I still think that would be a pretty bad if, like, you had, like, four candidates and, like, two of them just died. It seems like bad for democracy. I don't know. It seems like we we out the field a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it might actually, Michael. I think it might be good for a representative <laughs> democracy because it might just be like, sorry, maybe like Marco Rubio will think twice about like maybe I shouldn't go out on that yeah, stage. I mean, I mean, we had sixteen assholes on one side this year. Like, if you Hunger Games that fucker for a little bit, I think it might have worked out a little better for everybody else. Oh God, that would be great. <laughs> you really want this oh, Hunger Games? Let's see who wants who. Let's see who wants this nomination more. Four of you get out. There's six of you here. 
Martin O'Malley wins that election mm. nine times out of ten. Not if we, not if we put Unky Joe in. <laughs> He's a crafty son bitch. <laughs> Joe, where you're not allowed to sneak in your own gun. Oh shit! Look at Joe go. I think Joe would have convinced right. he would have convinced three of the others to cry with a sad story and then murdered them while they were sitting there, giving him a hug. It's okay, buddy. Sorry, come here. Someone sitting just on his lap, giving him just a, a, guy, give him just a, a guy shoulder rub. <laughs> Fuck Joe. Yeah, that's how we do it. Okay, Scranton style. <laughs> well, um. So Tony pulls up the schematics of the secret DOD prison that had held Victor Drazen for about 28 minutes and tells Nina that they had been tampered with. It says only division and district have access to those archives. And she tells him, find out who accessed them in the last month. Fellows, we are on a mole hunt. Mole hunt. Whack-a-mole. So Tony gives a real good. Yeah, Yeah, he does. And she tells him to get on it. The sooner the better. Followed up by a Nina. Yeah. She gave a soft. Yeah. Right, he's just, yeah. She gives a soft, yeah, because yeah. Tony asks if she thinks they're dealing with a second dirty agent, and she says, yeah. Mm. And he walks away, and Mason immediately wanders over to ask what Tony wanted, and Nina says, he was just telling me why it was so hard to pick a thread on Drazen. So we immediately either know that Nina's dirty, or she thinks Mason is, since she doesn't trust him already, and he came from district, so he would have access to the prison file. Mm-hmm. And... So we'll get into where we'll get into the theories in a bit, but Mason's opening line here is great. He just says, "Listen, I need your help. Terry Bauer is a basket case. You're good with her. You calm her down. I still have to deal with Chappelle and the DOD." Um, and Nina just kind of like smiles and says, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> and Mason tells her that she's in the conference room, and Nina just goes, "I know, I know." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Deal with that crazy place. Thank you very also, much. he's like. She's a basket case, so the first thing Nina does is go in there and be like, by the way, your daughter's missing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, hold on. So I'm going to play this clip because it's incredible. Um, so so we get a tiny clock at 1017, and we see Terry pacing inside the conference room, actually staying put for one time. And uh, Nina, so Terry asks, her, like, is it over? Did they make the trade for Jack? And Nina, like, very diplomatic answers. He's no longer a hostage. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she tells him that Jack... Uh, Called in to let, the, let them know that he's free, but he can't come in. And uh, she says, I think Victor Drazen wants him to do something else. And Terry says, that makes no sense. Why would he do anything for that man? <laughs> and Nina says, I think it's to protect Kim. And I'm just going to play this clip for you because it's Fuck. sterling. The reason that Kim isn't back uh, is because... No, 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 just listen no, to no, me. No. We think that's where Jack is now. He's no. trying to bring Kim back. He's not communicating with us to protect her. Fuck. Terry. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it, this poor woman. I just, I'm surprised she didn't go into a coma. Like, that was, that's the end of it. Just, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck everything. And one of them's going to die, apparently. Like, either my, either my husband or daughter are dead. Fuck it all. Like, yeah. she's just going to go apeshit and start tearing up CTU. I would. I mean, at this point, Terry's going to, like, just single-handedly rip this place to shreds and find the mole herself. <laughs> and then kill the mole. And then <laughs> eat their heart. And uh, just become a superhero. Um, so, Nina just apologizes after that horrible scene and walks away. And uh, we see a split screen. We see Alexis Strazen looking very handsome and very dead. Um, <laughs> we focus past his body and see that someone had the terrible fucking idea to take the duct tape yeah, off of Kim's mouth. So she can talk now. Our long national dream comes to an end. Um, and uh, Victor Drazen approaches her and then takes like a five second chug from a water bottle right next to her face. 
It's so fucking random too. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Kim asks if if my dad does what you want, will you let me go? <laughs> and Victor Drazen just stares at Alexis for a moment, and then without any discernible accent, just says, "We will see." <laughs> Yeah, what happened the to we will see? Yeah, it d- didn't come through that time. Yeah, we'll see, I guess. Yeah. We'll check it out. The next thing Victor says is, uh, the task we've given your father is a simple one. Now, gentlemen, we are on hour 23. <laughs> mm-hmm. Since about hour four, I believe, the wheels have been in motion to assassinate one David Palmer. Mm-hmm. Well, so here's the thing. Not, okay, not so a simple task. Well, what were you thinking right now? Because the only tasks they've given Palmer right now, so they say they're going to give Jack instructions mm-hmm. after the phone call. But right now, the task is just to have Palmer on the phone to transfer the money. Does that, do you guys smell a rat on just that at this point? Yeah. The task even okay. is a simple one. Oh, so to free up $200 million of confiscated criminal money uh, from, from where exactly? The CIA. So it was a secret, it was a secret mission that only a certain select committee in the Senate knew about, mm-hmm. um, completed by a task force assembled of special forces, NSA, and CTU agents that only one man knew about the members of. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to free this money up because some senator who now is the Democratic presidential candidate calls and says, do it. That's why Jack has a Rolex, guys. He got that 200 mil. He got, mm-hmm. all, he got all the dough. Mm-hmm. And that nice house. Hmm. There it is. Yeah, but that, decor- that decoration was still terrible. Let's not forget about yeah, all yeah, the I mean, stretches. money can't buy taste, man. Fuck, it's true. Yeah, it's true. It really is true. Well, um, so we cut to a phone call between Jack and Palmer, which basically is just Jack <laughs> telling David that I need to see you right now. And um, David agrees and then just also just like, Oh, by the way, I heard that Drazen has your daughter and you might try to kill me. And Secret Service says, no, you can't get anywhere near me, which, like, I'm sure it shouldn't really take more than, like, a Groucho Marx nose to get past the Secret <laughs> Service for Jack. Um, but Jack, is in, like, Jack assures him that I will, I'm will. i not coming there to harm you in any way. And Jack just, tells it, Jack just tells Palmer that um, this is just about money uh, and that they've given him an untraceable scrambled phone so they can talk to Palmer. At 1045, I'll tell you more when I get there. Just let me through. Jack is so naive. Yeah, they're both naive because Palmer just takes a deep breath and looks up at the ceiling. Probably concerned that this is going to ruin his sex date with Patty, which should be happening in about four minutes. But he agrees and Jack is on his way to the hotel to meet Palmer. So we cut to commercial at 1020. We come back. It's 1025. We see all three Bowers in the split screen just doing their thing. And then we cut to David Palmer sitting on a bed, loosening his tie. And uh, the door opens and Patty walks in. And David asks, did anyone see you come up? She says, no, I was careful. And how much time do we have? So let's just get through the scene before we get into everyone's reactions here. Yeah, Curtis, give me that background music. So Patty asks, how much time do we have? David says, don't worry about that. I have something I want to tell you, Patty. He stares at her and says, I want to give you you're fired. Oh, yeah, well, that's the one. Pack up. Get out. Hey. So he gets up, leaves Patty shocked on the bed, puts on his jacket, and says, 
And don't bother to ask me or anyone else on my staff for a reference. Prospective employers won't like what I have to say. You can't do that legally, fuckface. Anyway. Yeah, so she tries to apologize and said, I was scared of your wife. Uh, I didn't know what to say. Which Just, is, and yeah, that's, that's fucking fair. Yeah. <laughs> and... David just says, I want you out of this hotel in 30 minutes. And then he leaves. And first of all, I was like, he gave her a deadline before the end of the episode. So I'm like, oh, shit, she's going to die. But yeah, so this whole thing, like, obviously not a great professional move from Patty to try to sleep with your boss to get information for his wife. Um, But like David admits that Patty's speeches probably won him the primaries. Mm. He led her on this entire day. Mm And then he fires her in like the cruelest way possible. Um, like this, he gave her like a weird virtue test, like to come into the room. Like I don't know. Also, this is- Michael, are you suggesting that David Palmer might be a piece of shit? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I huh. might be. Huh. The part about this that like bothered me the most was like how he thought he was going to enforce the no references rule. <laughs> like, yeah. What like if what are you going to say if someone like. If she calls someone on your staff to get like a reference, you're, are you just gonna like swoop and like no 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 nope? She tried to sleep with me and give information to Sherry. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Mike will be like, so she writes great speeches, and if you look good, she might give you a blowy. So you know, whatever, man, do you? My my <laughs> wife conspired with her to bone, so yeah, I wouldn't hire Wait, her. Straight, straight. Hold on, hold on, hold on. She was really good at her job, and your wife wanted her to bone you yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'll take i'll take her for some reason but bring her on the campaign <laughs> <laughs> i need her to help me sounds great <laughs> it makes me think that she was just he was just blowing smoke up her ass when he was telling people about how good she was as a speechwriter. well because he actually thought that he wouldn't he wouldn't have just dumped her so quick to be fair david gives no one credit except for himself for his success Right. Period. Which is probably why someone else shot a three-pointer in the final four against a different team than he did. Um, <laughs> he just he just refuses to believe that anyone can ever help him because he is some messiah, um, which is another reason why I fucking hate him. Go ahead, Kush. It felt like it was just like he was just trying to give her an opportunity to like get out of doing it's this. Like fucking Batman test he gave to Sherry with the, the fucking tape. It's so stupid. Yeah. People are the trying Batman to do their test. best by you. Your wife does not want to have sex with you because she can't stand the sight of you right now, and she has given you someone who wishes to have sex with you. That's all, mm-hmm. man. That's a good point. You know, just ha- just have the sex. That's just true. I mean, is it, it? It's not really cheating if your wife is basically giving you tacit approval. Correct, and she's and yeah. she's not going to she's not going to betray you. She wants information so she can make sure that you don't do stupid shit because you need a nanny for the rest of your life. And like the cool thing about like if you know someone's betraying you and like sharing information that you don't want them to give you don't have to give them information like that's that's like spycraft 101 <laughs> if you know about the spy you can just deal with the spy whatever you we've want right. like you don't we've have to that, you don't have to kill the spy seen that david doesn't understand quid pro quo at all like my credit tell him hey you have a bunch of billionaires under the thumb once you become president they will do your bidding all you have to do is stay quiet so I'm going to admit everything to the Open public. Open that mouth real quick. What? No, no. They will literally make life easier for you and the country if you just keep a secret. Got to tell. Got to tattle. Got to do it. Right now. Done. The American people 
need to know. It's like, we didn't want to know. Personally. <laughs> want, we, there's yeah. no reason. I honestly, can you I imagine got my someone, own shit. I got my own shit going on. Can you imagine if someone came out and did that? Hey guys, just so you know, my son killed my daughter's rapist and my wife and a bunch of billionaires covered it up to make sure I became president. I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. That's not a scandal. No one. Yeah. That's you. No that's one your asked son you? being a good guy and who gives a shit. I no. You don't understand what scandals are. You don't get it. Do you have like a tax reform plan, or <laughs> what are you? What are you up to there? Yeah, you heard you're meeting some labor leaders for a breakfast. You didn't really put much of a spread yeah, it's out. Kind which of a fucked shitty breakfast. I'm more upset about yeah. that shitty breakfast than I am about yeah. this whole. Yeah, it's like, thing. like, hey, bro, our last president lied to us about nuclear weapons. Your son murdering a rapist asshole doesn't really get on the scale of we need to know. This doesn't even <laughs> register with me. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't get, I don't get out of bed for that. Whatever. Um, so, so at CTU, we see Tony covertly signal Nina over to his desk. Covertly. And, uh, she, yeah, just... Bop, bop, bop. Um, so he tells her that six people had access to the prison archives. Five were just doing scheduled backups. But the sixth is George Mason. Dun, dun, dun. Because nobody doing backups could have possibly done anything else. Yeah, no. Maybe they would have gotten to the person they knew was supposed to do the backups. Also, like, in a month, why were six different people backing up archives of a secret well, prison that doesn't Well, you can only fit so exist? much information on a zip disk. It's fair. So, That's true. 100 megs, I believe, yeah. was the, the limit. Also, why does, this, why does CTU know about this secret DOD prison <laughs> now if they didn't do, if they didn't know about it? Two hours ago? Yeah. There's some... Whatever. Um, <laughs> so Tony says it's possible that he's the mole because Mason accessed the file four days ago, which why would he do that if he wasn't involved? And he was pretty eager to get out of that field that Jack was walking around in. Mm-hmm. And he knew and where that he fence entrance was, right? Check on it. When Jack went over the fence, he's like, yeah. sure he knew where that fence mm-hmm. was. I'm going, I'm going to use the fence right here that I've mm-hmm. definitely never been through before. Mm-hmm. And then he did go to check on Alexis Draven, Drazen immediately afterward. So Tony says that Nina needs to call Ryan Chappelle and get this up the chain. And Nina says, no, let's just shut down Mason's network access so he can't get anything in or out, which seems very suspicious of her now. Why but Tony, can you why can why can you just do that to a superior with with no like, why is that a thing that's allowed? Within the CTU network to shut down your superior's network access. I'm going to go with it's not. <laughs> uh, and to be fair, Mason does get pretty upset about it once Tony does it. So did they just unplug um, his fucking Ethernet cable. <laughs> I think in CTU terms, they closed his socket. Yeah, yeah I mean, without saying I the mean, words, for the most part, I mean, I don't know how like Palmer closed works. Patty's socket. Hey, oh, shut it right oh. down. <laughs> um, so we cut to Sherry Palmer, the first person in this show to get ready for bed. <laughs> She's in a nightgown in front of a mirror as we get a tiny clock at 1028 and David enters and she asks where he was. And he says, I was downstairs in room 907 with Patty. And she turns around shocked. <gasps> like what? <gasps> and quality acting. <laughs> yeah, quality acting. And David tells her to drop the act. I fired her. And Terry Sherry just says, I was trying to help you, uh, which he doesn't really see how she was trying to do that. And they kind of go back and forth about how Sherry says we're acting for a higher purpose. We are going to be in the White House, you and I. And I am as much a part of that as you are. Don't even try to deny it. 
but I don't need the, the limelight like you do. And he he accuses her of sending her to spy on them, which his voice does go above a middle C here. So please take a drink. Uh, just basically, basically, they're trying to portray Sherry as like this mu- or like power hungry person. And she's will do anything to get power and all this other stuff. But like what it basically does is it just highlights how much of a prick David is and how Sherry actually understands what it is to be in politics and to be the president of the United States. Like shit's going to happen. And you're going to have to deal with it. And you can't just run to the fucking press every time you get upset about it. Yeah, this right. is this is a this is I mean, it's a Hillary Clinton allegory, right? It's it's it is what it is, because at this point in time, I think she was she had run for Senate or was going, going to pretty soon. Um, And everybody kind of knew what kind of person she was behind the scenes in the in the the, the White House at the time Clinton was in power. So it's just showing this um first la- or potential first lady who knew essentially what she needed to do to get into op- into office. Um, to get her husband into office and then to also get power herself um, and trying to um, under or let David understand that one, you didn't get here by yourself. There was no way you were going to and no way you, you have. Um, you need to appreciate what, we, what we're trying to do for you. Everybody's kind of holding your hand to get you through this process. And 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 two, don't think for a second you're going to then turn your back on everybody once you get into the White House because it seems like David wants to do that. He wants to just like get there, up there and be like, OK, I did this. Now, everybody who who got me here, Carl cherry maybe mike you can all go fuck yourselves i'm the man now and i don't need your help anymore which if he did that david palmer would ruin the country in about mm-hmm. two months <laughs> yeah it's about right <laughs> <laughs> so 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 they go through that whole thing rigmarole and, and and david tries to you know get all tough and say uh, you know that she doesn't understand what's going on and, and cherry essentially just you know waves him off with a goddamn smile because he's useless go ahead kush i'm yeah. sorry no, yeah, yeah. And Sherry, Curtis, to your point, Sherry just says, if you cut me out like you threatened, you're going to fail in every single way. Mm-hmm. And before they get into it, um, a very, very, very young looking Secret Service agent knocks <laughs> on the door and tells David that Jack Bauer has just arrived. And uh, David tells Sherry that we're not done here as the agents let Jack into the suite. And um, David just tells him it was very hard to convince the Secret Service to let Jack up. It which should have been really s- impossible. Correct. Yeah, literally impossible. Yep, that's the one thing. So this man this is the only guy who could kill you right now. Uh, no, he can't come in the room, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe we can talk on the but phone. he said that's it was fine. important, guys. We're, we're good. Thanks. <laughs> so what's even more absurd to me is like, after we- what happens next, Jack is in charge of the scene yeah, now? Like, because, okay, they know Jack was in custody he called ctu and said like there's like i'm still under their control basically because they have kim they called secret service and told them all this stuff and then secret service was still like no it's totally cool you could leave it's probably fun right and it kind of reminds me of i don't know if you guys ever watched uh comedians in cars getting coffee or whatever seinfeld the one with with obama where they like they let him he let them drive and they like try to leave the White House lot and the Secret Service is like, no, Mm-mm. I don't I don't care if you are president, like you can't leave. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't just go. You sure as hell can't drive. Like, bro. And he was and he was president. Yeah. Yeah. Palmer's just a nominee, not even a nominee yet. Mm-hmm. And then like so they allow Jack to hand Palmer <laughs> the one thing that he has, the phone, to you know, to get the phone call from Victor Drazen. It's a flip and phone. How so, bad could it be? Yeah. So David reiterates to Jack that I don't have the authority to transfer those funds. And Drazen knows that. And he also knows that the U.S. government has, to everyone's point, already spent the $200 million 
during the last two years. Um, yeah, they spent probably by 45 seconds. Yep. And uh, David says, to be honest with you, I don't think that's the real reason he's calling. Mm-hmm. And the phone rings as he says that. And Jack holds it up to him and asks him to answer. Which doesn't... And didn't the they phone say rings. they were going to call at 1045 exactly? Yeah, and it is Correct. 10 minutes before that. Okay. Um, <laughs> but the phone rings and Jack holds it up and we cut to the warehouse. Kim looks on, her hands are tied, and we see Victor Drazen holding a wired device with some sort of glowing red uh, lights on it. Always a good time. And... David slowly takes the phone and tells Jack that he'll do what he can. And he picks up and says, this is, this is Senator Palmer. And, uh, Drazen says, must be nice being reunited with your friend, Jack Bauer. And David repeatedly asks, what do you want? What do you want? And we see, we hear a low electronic hum and the device in Drazen's hand slowly shifts from green to red. And what happens next? (laughs) So, Jack finally gets it through his stupid fucking head that (laughs) the two things that he knows that they wanted was money and then him to kill Palmer. And he's finally got it through his head that number one isn't going to happen because of all the reasons we already talked about. So number two must be what the phone calls about. Well, you forgot number three, too. They also want Jack dead. Jack dead. Right. Right. (laughs) So, hey, what we need you to do, Jack, is... Hand the phone to Palmer and then give him a big old hug. Big hug. Just big, a big and hug. Maybe kiss him a little yeah. too. Um, if you could both put the phone to your head, that would be <laughs> like you both listen. We want to we talk to both of you at the same time. Very important. So Jack um, grabs the phone from Palmer and he, well, as he's saying like, they know, or he says, Victor knows you can't get the money. He grabs the phone, throws it. At the balcony, out the balcony, no, on out the balcony because <laughs> the doors. Thank open. God, the balcony doors always fucking open. <laughs> and then he, he dives on Palmer as the as the explosion happens. Yeah, rocks so, the hotel room. Rocks the hotel room. We cut back to <laughs> Jack covers Palmer, and we hear Kim like squeak no um, to the Drazens. And but I realized, Michael, to your point, like. I think Jack is just a toddler, or not, not not even a toddler, like a, a newborn infant. He can't see things unless they're directly in front of mm-hmm. him. So he had a he had twenty five minutes of driving over to the hotel to think this through. He knows how the government operates. Mm-hmm. He he's probably confiscated money. He did confiscate money from the dirty agents earlier in this season. Like he knows that that money is gone. Yeah, he knows that Drazen wants them both dead. Mm-hmm. He knows the only vehicle to do that at this moment is probably the phone. What he did not know, though, was that you could pack a flip phone full of enough explosives to (laughs) blow up an entire hotel room and still function as a phone. That's literally what I have written down, Michael. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Because they pretty much make a phone the exact size that it needs to be to fit all the electronics in it. And so you well, don't you, really have you, room for plastic explosives. Correct. You did forget about the laptop that contained a full sniper rifle and also functioned as a laptop. I guess that's so. true. Here's the thing. People always forget this, and it's always hilarious, right? You've got, I, I need everybody to understand this, plastic explosive and C4, they don't do anything by mm. themselves. You need a detonator, mm-hmm. which, which causes an actual explosion. A detonator would not, I don't understand how they fit any of the bomb in that phone. Just any of it. It's got a super large battery pack. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, Jack. You only need it for an hour, but um, 
I'd like to have 15 days of battery <laughs> on my phone at all times. Uh, but yeah, I just realized Jack has no object permanence. Like, he can only realize, like, a, f- a full plot if it's staring him directly into the eyeballs. Did Jack so. hear the sound? Is that, or were was they were they playing the sound from... I think the it was, sound was for us, yeah, or for okay. the viewer. Okay. Because yeah. otherwise it but, took Jack way too long to figure that out. It, it took Palmer way too long. I was like, man, they're playing some kind of tone in my ear. Hmm, it's probably, it's it probably nothing. The connection is very bad, Victor. Yeah, Victor, where are you? Um, so we see the Drazen share a small embrace as Kim cries. And uh, we cut back to the suite very quickly and see the Secret Service pulling Palmer to his feet and Jack pulling himself up the wall. We cut to commercial at 10.33. What is that? Bridge of Spies back there? Okay, I see what you're doing there. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You like that, do you? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, I thought you mm-hmm. would have gotten more action packed for this one, but that's fine. Well, we're we're in an, an hey, we're know, spies. We're, yeah, spies. Yeah, we're spies doing negotiating spies. things. Um, and I yeah. think that overall, uh, you know, a spy thriller is good. Also, America versus Russia. Um, yeah, and, com- and, 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 and and a movie, uh, in which in which a man who is just simply described as the greatest espion walking right now, um, plays a character he hasn't played before, um, and gets a ninety one percent rotten lawyer. Wow. Imagine that. Yeah. Star star studded. Yeah, I mean it's um, really hard to play a lawyer, right, Kush? Uh, yeah, you know what? That lawyer did something remarkable. <laughs> Sully landed a fucking plane. On a anyway. river? How many people okay. do you know play, land a plane on we're a not, river? We're not like, doing Kush. this again. We're not doing this. I can't. Kush, let me ask you a question. I looked this up. Do you it's know so I, 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 I have a Jeopardy question for you? Here you go. <laughs> It's after midnight. Nope, I'm so nope, sleepy. Nope, nope. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go left. fuck yourself. What is the English translation of the Latin word thespian? Tom exactly. Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> One word. Tom Hanks. Just that's that's why that's why they name him Thomas Shackleford Hanks. Shackleford. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a sausage company. <laughs> Shackleford links. <laughs> Now, see that I'm into. I'll eat Tom Hanks all day. Here's the thing. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Bridge of Spies starring anyone else. You wouldn't even know what that movie was, but you knew it. I wouldn't care. Because Tom Hanks is in it. Yeah. 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 Do not belittle the man. Ever. I didn't. I literally never have. Don't you ever. Don't you dare do it again. We're not doing this ever. Ever. Speak ill of the Hanks. Okay. Ugh. He's going to be our I vice will. president. I will again. Okay. God. Johnson, Johnson yeah. Hanks, 2020. Oh, God. That also sounds like a sausage company. <laughs> it does. Jesus. Shackleford. Um, <laughs> Johnson Hanks. So at 1037, uh, we see Jack pulling a debris fragment out of the wall of the balcony, which somehow survived. Um, and he says, this explosive could only have been military grade plastique. And he hands it to an agent to try to trace it. For some reason, Jack is, one, not in custody, and two, in charge of the Secret Service now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, It was probably C6. Jack- I assume it's C6 because it's yeah, more smaller than C5. Yeah. So Jack walks back into the suite, and the agent walks along the balcony for a couple seconds, and we see him pass David, mm-hmm. who is standing unguarded on the railing of the balcony again. And at this point, please just shoot that fucking guy. Also, the, the balcony literally just had a bomb explode on it. It might not be structurally nope. stable. Toad's safe, bruh. He's okay. Probably avoid the exploded parts. He of the just room. had breakfast out there. 
a few hours earlier with his family. Everything's all right, man. Yeah. He's good. It's fine. It's be okay. Well, speaking of his family, Sherry runs into the room panicking, asking to see him. And Jack is there. And David introduces her to Jack as the man who saved his life twice today. And she says, the man who put your life in danger. He says, Sherry, please. Yep. And so the couple things happen here. And one of them. This is probably the Ooh. only moment in the show where I didn't like yeah, Sherry. This is this is this is a rough one, man. I am gonna do something, Kush. That yeah, I, Curtis. How about you go through? I, it? I can't believe I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna agree, with David Palmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one likes that. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So 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 Jack explains the situation, uh, essentially that uh, these horrible terrorists have his daughter. And that in order to uh, keep her alive and to try his best and do everything he can to get his daughter back safely, he needs them to believe that David is is dead. So he wants to leak a story that David has been killed that gives him the opportunity to go save his daughter. And Sherry uh, wouldn't let that happen because it will look bad for David's political career. Yeah, I mean, it's like the <sighs> it's like the middle of the night, though. I mean, like no one's gonna notice for at least a couple hours. I mean, yeah, this. I mean, th- you can. Yeah, the East Coast is asleep. It's it's two a.m. right now. Also, on the East Coast. I mean, even if it wasn't for Jack's daughter, like this is just a smart move all around. Correct, because then they'll yeah, stop trying. Keep them safe. Right, you can at least have an opportunity to get them. They don't know they didn't kill you. They think they did. So go for it. Like. It's here's the thing. Like I, it's, I, I respected Sherry when she was looking out for her kids. This Machiavellian level of horse shit to just overlook someone's child. Mm-hmm. That's a little far. Like I, we, we all know Kim sucks. She doesn't know that. She doesn't know that Kim is the Highlander, right? She doesn't <laughs> understand that she has an immortal shit bag on her hands. She thinks that this is just the child's gonna die, but 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 David will be president. That's pushing it, Sherry. That yeah. makes me dislike and Sherry's- you a little bit. Basically, Jack says he's never been more serious about anything in his life, and Sherry just says says to David, "This can't happen. You can't keep playing games with the public and expect to keep their trust." And like, I don't know, it seems to be pretty solid on that front. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um. So David just looks at Sherry, tells her to go downstairs and get the kids and talk to no one. I mean, no one. And as he says that, Jack walks away. Sherry kind of looks betrayed. And Jack walks over to a Secret Service agent and tells him to gather all the agents who have seen David alive and the chief of staff, Mike Novick, and tells him to lock down the suite as soon as the kids arrive. Because apparently Secret Service takes orders from CTU people who right. aren't actually wor- working under a provisional stat. What the provisional, fuck is going provisional on here? Stat. Guys, I'm going to go to jail in an hour and 20 <laughs> minutes, but right now you got to trust gotta me. Listen to me. <laughs> I just brought a bomb into the suite that almost killed your, the person you're protecting. It's okay. It's okay. But I, I need you to this. listen to everything I say and do as I do as, I'm, as you're told. All right. It's okay. So ja- Jack tells this. Jack tells David, "I'm sure this is going to work because it has to work." Which is that's the dumbest. Usually not ever. a. That's not how yeah. things work. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Sixty percent of the time works a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of not working, uh, we cut to CTU where George Mason runs down the stairs at a tiny clock. It's 1040. Please take a drink. And he runs over to Tony to say his network access isn't working. And weirdly, he specifically says, I can't get into archives or Palmer's itinerary. So he borrows Tony's computer, checks Palmer's schedule and wants Tony to call Secret Service to find out what time Palmer is going to be leaving for Dallas tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, He seems a little on edge, too. Yeah, he looks pretty haggard also, mm-hmm. and Tony tries to back out of it, but Mason gets right up in that grill about it and tells him to do his job and then to also get his network running. And so, <laughs> once again, 
So Tony makes a call to Nina to kind of get permission to check this out. And he tells tells Nina that Mason's interested in what Palmer does after L.A. And again, no one understands that they only have an hour and a half left. <laughs> um, and now so now all of a sudden Nina tells Tony. I actually forgot that they to tell you, show. Curtis, at the end of this one, it's just a to be continued. And mm. then season two starts over. So no resolution. It's, it's, Sorry. Season two is just them in Dallas. Like, <laughs> look. And Jack Jack is in jail. Wait, I'm not gonna lie, guys. Today. I I thought by now I'd find out something about fucking Koala Lumpur. So I'm still pissed about <laughs> that situation. Um, I, hey man, I, I told you episode one. You're never gonna find out about that. Around. <laughs> nope. It's deadly, deadly serious. Hundred percent serious. <laughs> Koala okay. Lumpur does not come up for nine years. Yeah. <laughs> What happened to, what okay. happened to that bro? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's dead. He's just dead. Um. So now, so Nina says that they have to call Chappelle, which Tony suggested earlier. And now Tony stops her because they don't have evidence. So now I think Tony's the fucking mole. And Tony says that he's going to restore Mason's network access. What he's if gonna monitor? What if they're all moles, but they don't know the other one is a mole? And just it's a game they, of werewolf, but every, everyone's the werewolf. Everyone in CD was actually a mole. Oh my god, were you a mole too? Son of a bitch, man. We all rich. Well, what, it's okay, we should We should have talked about this earlier. We could have gotten this done so much faster. Yeah, once they murdered Jack and Palmer, everybody's like, oh, wait, we're all, all, the whole, all. great guys. Everyone. Should we should we keep moles? CTU is not a real organization? Yeah, should we keep CTU just was it up, made up? up in here? Huh. <laughs> Wait, if we're all moles, <laughs> are we actually the government? Oh, no, we we beefed it. Damn it, we're bad at this. <laughs> um, so as Tony tells Nina, or so Nina tells Tony to restore the network access, but tell her everything that Mason looks at, mm-hmm. which also seems, I mean, could go either way. Um, but as they hang out, Mason yells at everyone to put the news about the Palmer bombing on the monitor. And the news tells us that it is confirmed that Palmer is dead. Um, CTU looks shocked. And uh, we cut back to the Drazens who are celebrating as Kim looks on. And Andre says, I'll take care of the girl and we can go. So does everyone at CTU get to go home and take a nap now? We're like, well, yeah, yeah that's it. Well, day's over. He's dead. I guess we go home. Um, <laughs> blew it, y'all. See you later. <laughs> so... Victor tells Andre, we don't do anything until we know Jack is dead. Do nothing. Do nothing. Um, and so we cut past Kim, who has a single tear rolling down her cheek. And Andre makes a phone call. And then we cut to the interior of the hotel suite and hear a phone ringing. Yeah, what the, the shit? Fuck? Who is he calling? And how does he? He has a direct line to Palmer's fucking hotel room. And, and then the Secret Service just answers the phone. We're clearly a Serbian dude is on the other end, and he doesn't think like, well, this is weird. And he gives the phone to Jack Bauer. Uh-huh. Andre, Andre, if you're that much of a it's boss, for you. why did you make your brother have to infiltrate the Palmer? Right. Like, uh, he would need to fuck her. I mean, I'm sure he wanted to fuck Elizabeth. Well, he wanted to fuck somebody. But he could have been safe. You already have this much bossitude in you? You know the, you know the direct line into his goddamn room? Come on, man. And by the way, Andre looks like a fourth grade math teacher that just broke way too bad. Like, <laughs> like he just like he doesn't look threatening in any way, shape or form. But and again, so, yeah, he calls the agent just gives Bauer the phone, which Bauer's I have to think you. is it's I have to think Jack wanted him to know. So he didn't kill Kim. So, like, he didn't think the job was done. Um, but he makes an offer to Andre says, I'm the last person on your list. Let's trade my life for your, my daughter. 
And Andre tells him to come to dock 11A at the port of Los Angeles. And Jack asks, how do I know Kim's going to go free? And Andre says, well, we can't guarantee that, but we decided not to visit the sins of the father upon your daughter. Yeah. I don't believe any of that shit. Yeah. Then he says, then he says, by the way, in no uncertain terms, by the way, Jack, we have a mole. So yeah. Mole confirmed. He says, if you bring any colleagues or involve them in any way, we will know. Um, So he hangs up. He tells Palmer, who had walked up next to him, that he has to go alone. David tells him good luck. And Jack goes forth to do righteous murder. And um, then the worst happens. The worst. Then my my absolute. Oh, God. If you are a husband or a father, what occurs next to Jack Bauer is maybe the worst thing ever. This is the worst. God, this is. Yeah, this is such a painful conversation. (laughs) He call, so he calls to talk to Terry, and it's so painful because he even like is like, oh, don't worry. I'm going to get Kim. She'll be back with you soon. And she's like. And Terry picks up yeah, on that. What do you mean she? What, like, what about you? And he's like, oh, oh, no, I totally. I totes met both of us. <laughs> and then uh, Jack tells her to hang in there. And guys, what does he say next? <laughs> I love you. God, he says it twice. He says, I love you. They both, yeah, so there's two I love yous. They both say it back and forth. And then she tells him, then it comes. I forgot about, I forgot about the, I forgot about the baby. She, so did I. Fucking so did yep. I. And then she just brings the hammer. Mm-hmm. And Jack says, is all ready to be like, I'm going to save Kim and risk my life and, and probably die. And I'm never going to come back. And it's okay because Kim will be alive and Terry will be alive. And Terry's like, oh. <sighs> You're gonna be a so father. Terry says, oh, yeah, I've been waiting for the right time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You and like, you oh, hey, 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 Terry Bear, Terry Bear. You sure this is the right time? I know you don't know the particulars of this rescue mish, but uh, she says you're gonna be a father again. Oh, it's the worst time. It's the worst. Because wait, wait, doesn't Terry think that? Does Terry not know that Palmer was supposedly killed? She she might not have been. She might have just actually been staying put in the conference room. I don't believe that monitors. for a second. Why would Terry? She's yeah, like, hey, I not. know that Palmer was just murdered, but this is probably the right time. So Jack starts like shuddering and crying because he knows he's about to go die. And he tells her he's very happy and promises her that everything's going to be, be OK. It's just been a really, really long day. And he chuckles and they share a smile over the phone and she tells him to get back soon. And they say, I love you again. Mm-hmm. And Jack gathers himself, turns the corner, and walks to his black SUV. He checks his mirrors and drives off to kill. I would say this is where I think that, like, it really shifts. Like, I think Jack the, to that moment thought, like, I'm going to go okay and, if he and dies. I'm going to die. And now he's like, he's not, I'm never going to die. Yeah. I can never die. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I can't die now. I'm going to have to murder everybody. And you think at a certain point, though, did you... Do you think so? We cut to commercial at ten forty seven. We cut back at ten fifty one. Do you think in those intervening four minutes, like you know, we see we cut back and he's driving? Do you think he just sat behind the wheel of the car for like two or three minutes and thought really hard about a clean slate, <laughs> just like letting Kim die and just starting clean yeah. with a new family? Well, just I mean, she did say this is the second chance we've been wanting for. He should have been like, "Yeah, you're right. You know what? We could try this all over again." Yeah, I mean, Kim was a dud, obviously. So we, we, <laughs> we guys, we, we, we fucked up, Terry. You know, we did it bad. Well, we're going to do better. Round two. Yeah. We're totes going to have a smart kid this time. Um, <laughs> try hard. You harder. can't have one that dumb twice. In, I, well, no, you fucking can. Like Menendez brothers exist, yeah. but still like you can, you know, you can give it a shot. Give it the old college. Hope that maybe better diet. 
extra yeah. sunlight. I don't know. Kim's the worst, but either maybe way, some baby genius movies or something. Either anything you can do, anything you can do to, to not have another Kim. Or imagine if you have another Kim though, and you don't have that Kim around, because then you can just put new Kim with old Kim. Like, watch this. Both of you will probably be <laughs> dumb into something. St- I don't know. Whatever. Don't be that. <laughs> um, well, speaking of shitty kids, um, Andre and Kim have a pretty dumb talk about. Your dad's yeah, a bad dude, man. Andre's story time He's a is good guy. Like, I don't need to hear yeah, your goddamn it's... tales about your sister. Like, who you probably were in love with, you little fucking... Ugh. Oh, Andre's, yeah. Andre's line, I thought, was pretty good. Where he says, yeah. he's talking he's talking about, you know, his sister and his mom dying. And basically has a little exchange with Kim where he tries to tell Kim that uh, his her father's a murderer. And she says, no, my, 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 uh, my father's a good man. And he says, no, he, he killed, he killed my sister. And she's like, no, he wouldn't, he wouldn't kill innocent people. And he said, oh, he said it was an accident. But when a man goes halfway around the world to set off a bomb, he is responsible for any accidents that result. Which but I thought did, was yeah. pretty good. But did he, did he do that's that though? Fucking, did he press that button though? Yeah. I mean, he was it, in charge that, of that shit. That the fuck, that's, he was trying to kill Victor. Okay. He didn't press mm-hmm. the button. If you were, if you yeah, were the also, leader of a firing squad. And you don't fire a shot? Did you kill the dude? Yeah, by the way, you don't get to take the moral high road after blowing up a plane. I don't <laughs> oh, care. Yeah. Fuck you. I, 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 could give, I could give half a shit about your sister. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that, that mopey story time didn't do anything for me. But um, So back at CTU, Nina and Tony are running up the stairs to Mason's office. And Mason turns around and tells them that Palmer survived the explosion at the hotel. And Nina and Tony both appear to be two different brands of shocked. Tony seems professionally confused about the news report. Why would they tell CTU if they know there's a mole right. in it? Right. I'm, yeah. I thought Jack would give that instruction to tell no one. Yeah. Secret Service, don't let it out of this fucking room. They're yeah. really bad Which, for jobs. So to be fair, though, if Mason knows that and Drazen doesn't, we know he's not the mole. Correct. Correct. We always knew G um, was 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 a dog. Okay. Yeah. And and Nina's reaction looks like she fucked up. <laughs> she looked like she was in trouble. Mm-hmm. She looks like Staley does when he gets in the trash. And yeah, like, like he has a she had us a chicken bone in the back of her throat, <laughs> and I gotta go pull it out. You, you fucked up. Where's Nina. the poop, Nina? Um, where is the poop? Where's the poop? You pooped somewhere. Yeah. Where'd you poop at? Yeah. Where where is it? Um. So Mason tells them. Don't tell anyone until the public knows. Just go back to your stations and get intel from Secret Service. And then he asks if anyone has spoken with Jack since he called. And they both say no. Which now, Nina's definitely outright lying to Mason. But, you know, she could be covering, you know, her her conversations if she thinks Mason's the mole. But I think we all know she's the mole. Um, So, Mason tells it, doesn't matter. This is going to be over soon anyway. So he walks back to his desk. Nina leads Tony out of the office, and she continues her cover and tells that she did talk to Jack, but Jack won't let them help. What are you guys thinking? You know what I'm thinking, Kush. Called this shit like four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Fucking whore. I'm you thinking, did. did she ever even really love Jack or Tony? <laughs> that cold-hearted. I think she did. Right? I think she. 
I, I, I refuse you know to what? believe that there was no love there. No. Hey, Michael, how do you know that Jack Bauer jilting her, tearing her heart out, isn't what turned her into a oh, wall in the first place? Fuck, you're right. I mean, I'm just gonna say it. She speaks. She's, I have pretty good evidence at the end of this yeah, episode. I'm gonna go ahead and say that this was set up from the beginning. Um, I kind of told y'all why I thought it was Nina to begin with, and it had to do with heritage, perhaps a little bit. Anyway, um, she'd been doing way too much fucking in the office to not be a plant. They told her, "You get in there." Fuck everybody. Fuck, fuck it rampant. Fuck, fuck what you gotta fuck. And you get the trust. Now, um, we'll get here to where the rest of the, yeah. the rest of the shit that happened this season gets into, and I'll, I'll go over my, my, my theorems, as it were, but let's let's yeah. cue the episode. Yeah, well, let's cut through the end of this one real quick. So, we get a tiny clock. It's 10.54. Please take a drink, maybe of coffee, mm. if you so choose. Um, so, we see Kim. Coffee. So, Kim is looking around the table where the Drazens had previously been working. We see one guard in the oh, distance, and she buttons up she buttons up her denim jacket and asks the guard if she can have some coffee oh, since okay. she's so cold. <sighs> Mm. He nods to her to go ahead, and she walks over to grab How? a mug. No, no, no! How are you so bad? Here? I get Kim is an idiot. You give you gave a prisoner that you have access to glass in a mug. Her feet obviously are not tied, and now you said, "Sure, go and grab the scalding hot liquid out of the metal container that can be used as a weapon as well." I was actually really hoping Fuck. that when she when she threw the coffee at him, it was going to be cold. It was yeah, gonna be old, old, like cold, just cold, cold brew, bro. Yeah. <laughs> ha! Coffee surprise! Oh, the tannins! Oh, the tannins in my eyes! Um, so he screams, and she makes a run for it with her bound hands and fumbles her way out of a door, presumably searching for another male prostitute to protect her. Um, and after like. 45 seconds Andre Drazen finally responds to the terrorists screaming for help and they all run it also says Kim. it also said on the um the closed captioning it said Serbian this time okay now the Serbian yeah, begins not all the Serbian no yeah. Russian no English just yeah. all Serbian yeah so we get a couple minutes of Kim running through the the docks how, and no, hiding how did, in how like did they a, not see her? Of a boat. how did they see her when she was hiding around that corner they had flashlights pointed yeah, she was towards hiding. that part of the dock she was at the corner they're like nope no white girl also, right there. We're good. They're at the port of L.A. You can't just run around with guns and fucking shit at the port of L.A. There are people there. One of the busiest <laughs> ports on the planet. <laughs> eh, probably nothing. Only the second um, busiest port in the country. It's no big deal, guys. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, you don't know what Dock 11A is like. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, probably nicer than 11B, but you never know. <laughs> um, so we have a couple minutes. She's hiding, and then uh, she hears people coming closer, so she starts running along a dock, and then she gets spotted by Andre and Victor, who run after her on a parallel dock, and she's coming to the end, and Andre points a gun at her from about 40 yards and says, stop. And she does, and then she looks towards the water. Yeah, he says, no, he's, you'll drown. And it's like, says, why? don't be foolish, yeah. you'll drown. Why would like, she drown? That's real dumb. You didn't bound her feet. Because her hands no are tied. How yeah. Drown. So That's what is how swimming works? What is <laughs> what does Kim what does Kim do? She Kim possibles her ass right up right into the goddamn water. She does the she does finally something smart. Yep. Maybe Kim yeah. watched Myth Hunter so, Mythbusters and realize that you can't shoot through the water and kill anybody. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, they don't even try that. Nah. They just nope. kind of half-heartedly shine their flashlights at the water. And underwater, we see Kim slicing her ropes free on a dock piling, and she swims away somewhere. Um, so we cut to a black SUV cruising down the L.A. freeway. Jack is tapping his fingers on the wheel and toying with his wedding ring. 
He checks his watch, and then we cut back to see Kim emerge safely from the water, gasping, and pull herself onto a dock. In a split screen, we see Jack driving, looking worried. We see David Palmer waiting anxiously on a couch. Drinking. We see Terry Bauer. Yeah, drinking, as always. Terry Bauer is smiling happily to herself, happy for the first time in hours. And then we cut to the Drazens, where Andre asks, what are they going to do without Kim? And he says, Victor says, Bauer has no chance, no choice but to trust us. Mm -hmm. And as he says this, Andre's phone rings. And it's a Serbian woman named Yelena. Mm -hmm. And Andre is surprised that she's calling. What does she tell him? Palmer is not dead. And what do we see behind Yelena? (sighs) Tony. We see Tony Almeida. Tony through the window. Who could it be now? We zoom back to her face. Nina. It's exactly who we thought. Fucking Myers. Myers. That's what I actually wrote on my notes. I wrote fucking Nina fucking Myers. Fucking, 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 fucking whore. Yeah. So, so we cut back to CTU. She hangs up. She walks back in and Tony stops her and says she needs to take some, a look at some new intel from Langley. She says, oh, good. And they walk away, and we cut to 10, 59, 59 seconds. Okay, mm. okay. The fucking, oh, this fucking episode. Okay. So, right, so Chris, oh, where are we going, buddy? Where are we going? Oh, so many things. Okay, first off, the, the saint known as Ira Gaines obviously did not know that this whore was a part of the organization, so that's why he had Jack Cradamose and beat her in the chest. Either way, I don't give a shit. There's so much deep stuff here. So many, so many deep things that happened uh, with Nina being the mole. First off, how, how many years ago? Did Richard Drazen get put into prison? Two. Two. Two, yeah. two years ago, uh, uh, they went after the Drazens, which means that uh, Nina Myers is a senior agent in the CTU. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it takes more than a year and a half uh, to get there and to develop. So she's been she's been in CTU for a while. Correct. I think they said six, six years. So she was a part of the Drazen organization well beforehand. She's probably of Serbian descent of some sort. Uh I don't know when the Jack fucking began. I guess like a few months ago, and then the Tony fucking began a little bit afterwards because Tony and and our, our Jack and and Terry want to bring it for. We're, we're we're going um, and and I think we're gonna have to. So they're gonna essentially what's gonna happen is Jack's gonna show up, and he's gonna ask for proof of life, which is what you do. Uh, they will have no proof of life, but what they will say to him is that you you did not kill Senator Palmer. We know he's alive, and we'll kill your daughter. And Jack will once again ask for proof of of Kim being alive. And then the shooting will will begin. Uh, and I hope it begins pretty fast into the episode. I don't want to wait, guys. I don't want to wait. 15 minutes. I think I think we're going to be okay. 15 minutes yeah. in, I need to start seeing it pop off. Right? Yeah. Uh, so at the end of it, I need, I, need, I need for the last scene to be in this season. And, and I, I know you, I need it for it to be that Nina's walking away and thinking she's going to get away scot-free from the situation. And then Jack just puts one right in the forehead. And that's not fine. To shoot a woman in the face on, on network TV probably didn't happen in 01, but I can have my fantasies and dreams. Curtis, it happened literally last episode. Victor Drazen shot the, the oh, yeah. uh, no, no, Luminor's daughter son right of, in the Son dome. of a bitch. <laughs> son of literally son right of in a the bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. That happened. But that's Dennis Hopper. That's okay. I mean, <laughs> they didn't show the bullet, like, enter. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was very curious about the name Yelena. I thought it must have been on purpose. I tried. First of all, Yelena is not a Serbian name. It's a Russian name. Um, yeah. But there is a Jelena, uh, which so in Russian, 
Yelena means like light, uh, possibly like a hunter or like fire, mm-hmm. which hunter is kind of a weird one. But in Croatia, like Serbia and Croatia, it can sometimes mean deer or stag or fir tree. Oh. <laughs> None of which makes any sense. Hey, so I'm wondering. Fir tree. I'm, I'm uh, really wondering why the name Yelena. Mm. Like it seems so intentional. Perhaps, perhaps but, Terry has not taken up or has not taken up on them. Sorry, not Terry. Nina has not taken up on the, um, the the waxing trend the gr- amongst the ladies, standards. as it were. She is she is violating. She's in violations of the grooming standards. Oh, <laughs> I mean, she's probably the only woman in the show right now that has a halfway decent haircut. So I mean, I don't no, know. she doesn't. So uh, no, Nina Jamie had a decent seven haircut seven years ago. Jamie had a decent haircut. Yeah, That's and, the only. She's the only. And one. so I think <laughs> at this point, I'm kind of thinking Nina's more of like a mercenary kind, almost like uh, Mandy. She's just kind of. I think she sells her like your services. Oh, you know, to her certain services. people, uh, not herself. Um, <sighs> that's just for her. But so you just you just you're just in. So you joined a government agency to then sell your services as you need to. I, I think it's it's she's her her goal is to keep herself safe because like there were plenty of times already through the and we can do a recap episode I think of this season, but so we don't have to get too far far into this, but like. Nina was definitely playing both sides. Like she helped Jack a number of times. She did throughout but, this. But she's only so, so much of her. Do you think so she's only helping? Made Jack so dependent on her and her alone. Right, right, and she has to keep him alive because he is the one that they want to kill Palmer. Right. So yeah, so it's hard to know well, where she's trying to actually help him or where she's just helping him because it helps her. Hey, hey, Kush, I fair. changed, my, I changed my my um my mantra on this show. Yeah, I don't trust you. Trust, I don't trust nobody, except Tony. <laughs> hey, see, you came around. I told you. I knew I you still would. would punch him in the face if I saw him. But I like, I like his style. Is it because of the patch, the soul patch? Mm. The the face punch is because of the soul patch. Like, change your face. I'll take it for you, Tony. Just make, just <laughs> save, shave it off. You don't need it. Nobody needs it ever. Just get All rid right. of it. Um, but otherwise, I've grown to love your yeah, because mm-hmm. it seems direct to the it's, point. It's a man who knows what he wants in life. Um, you're, you're just his, his, his fast action of going to save Terry when obviously Chris and, uh, the doctor could not do it. I, mm-hmm. uh, he, he's a man of action. A man who does his fucking job. Yeah. He does his goddamn job. I, I told you. His superior told him to shut down George Mason's access and he did it immediately. He does his fucking job. Nobody else does. I guess things done. Now, now G Mace pulled off a Jack Bauer detective leap to figure out that Jack wanted to kill David Palmer. That was impressive. Uh, but you know, I I, I think G Mace is still a bit of a douche, and mainly because he took money from a I think it was a drug dealer that Jack discovered that he took money from. So, yeah, you think that comes he's, back at any point? Yeah, probably yeah, not. Probably <laughs> not. But he still sucks a little bit. Um, but but yeah, I trust Tony. Um, Milo's okay. gone. He can go fuck himself. And uh, Nina's a dirty. Oh, are we gonna get some Nina Mandy action? No. No. Nope. Only 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 in our <laughs> dreams. Um. Yeah, so it's, speaking of rearranging faces, uh, you think Drazen dies, or you think Jack apprehends him? What again? No. If 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 there's a live Drazen at the end of the season, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pretty upset. Okay. I don't That's want fair. there shouldn't be a single Drazen alive. Like, why would he need them? I mean, Jack is a lawman. They don't have the, the intel the that he needs. What the fuck does he need them alive for? That's a great point. Like, what are they gonna provide? Wipe the egg off of uh, the DOD's face. Like, oh, thanks, we got him back. We won't lose him again, mm. promise. We, well, well, we did run out of Blue Diamond Phillips. So. Oh, fuck, don't uh, remind. Oh, shit. I forgot about. Damn it, Kush. We've lost so many. Time. We've lost so many good people. This we've lost a lot of good men out there this season. We lost Ira. We lost LDP. Kim. We lost Kim. 
the Jack Bauer that could have been. We lost. Well, uh, uh, we lost Paulson. Well, fellas, it's Curtis. To your point, I think it's about to pop off. It best. <laughs> it best pop off soon, son. I'm not gonna lie to you. You guys, it's I've definitely heard, gonna pop no, off in no. the next. Guys, thirty. I've been, I've been hearing forty-five. I've been hearing for fucking fifteen years about how awesome Jack Bauer is and how you know how he's a murderer and how Keith Pilot uh, Sutherland is a pirate. Right, and what I'm seeing right now is he's a dude who's killed maybe four people this season so far. I think it's twelve, and who then, and who then cried about his wife telling him, you know, that she's pregnant just because you're about to die. You know, just, well, he's, he's, he's <laughs> yeah, a, what a real baby boy. Yeah, he's, a little, he's a little bitch. Uh, but I'm seeing, like I told you, it's the Jack Bauer origin story. And Kush, it's not twelve. You can't count the goddamn twelve. Okay, there's no twelve. He maybe four or five. Maybe I don't count Let's the people see. that blew up by the jeep. Because that was Rick had a hand in that, and Rick is terrible. So, <laughs> I mean, Rick just handed him. That I don't gun. care. He had a part in it. All right. Pointed. I pointed this out before before we started recording. But in First Blood, Rambo kills one person. Okay. By the end of the f- four movies, he's killed five hundred and three. So okay. I'm just saying, sometimes it takes a murder storm. A little time to get up to a category a, five. It's I'm actually a, seven. We're I'm at a, seven. I'm gonna break Jack this right down, now. Michael. In First Blood, Rambo was um, assaulted and accosted by people who were making fun of him for being a Vietnam veteran, and he got a little bit upset. So he killed one dude. Mm-hmm. So far this season, Jack Bauer has had both his wife and his daughter threatened. His wife got hard hard. His daughter's been kidnapped three separate times. And a professional detective has been, been challenged at least for 15 hours today. I'm going to need more than four kills, bruh. Okay? That's one day, bruh. Yeah, yeah, I don't give a shit. One day, bruh. If, my ch- if, um, my, if one of my kids was threatened, I'm killing an entire block of people. Know that. <laughs> so, I'm, here's what I'm going to say, guys. If by minute 40, I'm going to pause it at, t- at, at 1140. If Jack has not put down at least five more bodies. I'm not watching the rest of this show. <laughs> you won't, you won't finish the, the 20 not, minutes. No, okay. I, mean, I mean the rest of the show. We're not, the show's done. This this podcast is, this is over. I'm out. Okay. Fair enough. We'll just watch Prison Break. Um, well, <laughs> what if I so tell you is there's a season where 16,000 people nope, die? don't care. <laughs> because Jack didn't do it. Mandy he probably He gets a, good, a goodly number of that. <laughs> Mandy killed all of them. I forgot about that one. There was no Jack killing there at all. Oh, boys. Okay. (laughs) um, Well, fellas, I think that's going to do it for us uh, this week. So we have one episode left of season one of 24. Um, There's been some talk about watching it live together, uh, either doing a live podcast or possibly a Facebook live video of uh, at least Michael and Curtis watching together so everyone can see Curtis being uh, thoroughly unimpressed uh, with the first 40 minutes of the, the show and that's it um so we'll, we'll make a little bit of announcement for for that so follow along um but if you like this episode uh you can find out more information about it on goodbuddymedia.com um you can also find our sister show in which michael and i and occasionally curtis talk about dumb internet trends it's called trends in low places uh it's just a good old barrel of fun uh we just talk about stupid stories and joke with each other so if you like this you'll probably like that one and uh curtis how else can people help us out yeah guys if you want to go ahead and subscribe to uh this podcast or uh little places 
on your podcast app of choice, whether that be iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Podcast Addict, whatever you use to listen to podcasts throughout the day or the week, um, subscribe to us and then rate, review, and comment. That is how I move up the charts and become an absolute podcast juggernaut and keep on doing these shows and maybe add in some new shows on TV shows we have not watched yet. Um, and, you know, we take comments and suggestions that you guys want to give to us. If you want to hear three doofy talk about stuff that you think is cool or not cool, we will do that. Uh, but, Michael, how can they contact us on the old social medias? I like that the that the plural of doofuses is doofy. It's not. I just made that up. <laughs> I think we should just be the three doofy network. This is what we do. When, when you want to get something, you want to want us to watch something, tell three doofy what you want us to watch, and we'll watch it. Good, good doofy media. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at L-D-O-O-L-Cast, L-Dual-Cast. Um, and when you see us, uh, you know, post something on Twitter or Facebook, share it, retweet it, uh, comment on it. Uh, we love to hear from all of you guys out there what we're doing well, what we're doing poorly, or if there's some theory you got, um, you know, send us a, a message either on uh, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or at Good Buddy Media at gmail.com um yeah the best thing you can do is to uh share and retweet those things and try and get us out to uh as many people as possible so we can keep doing this for you yeah so uh you know do all that stuff please uh you know always help us spread the word uh we love doing this for you guys and i want to keep doing it for a long time so um fellas uh thanks for joining me tonight we're running out of time toodles there was a bug in my bourbon (laughs) 